What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Sister Sister Podcast, episode five. I'm here, your host, Bianca, and as always, I'm joined by my sister, Frida. Hey, y'all. So, today, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about today. (laughs) But guess what? We're going to start off with some ghetto shit. All right, as always, y'all know that so ghetto comes first. We all need our dose of ghetto for the week. And this week, it goes out to R. Kelly's little girlfriends, Asriel Clary and Joycelyn okay, Savage. I think her name her name's ghetto should now. be Jocelyn, but okay, Joycelyn. They're, they're getting that so ghetto this week because of this little fight that they have that's circulating around social media. I didn't really look too much into the story before this, to the backstory and how long they've been R. Kelly's girlfriends or any of it. I really wasn't interested, okay? R. Kelly's a creep. I left it at that. Stop listening to his music, point blank. And then I see Asriel on live, well, on the Shade Room on live, yelling like, I'm from Baltimore. I'm from Baltimore. I can fight. So, you know, I'm nosy, so I'm like, ooh, what are they fighting about? It's getting juicy. So, apparently, they had a fight in their apartment that they share together with R. Kelly. Do they all three live there? I'm not sure. It was at the Trump. Right, the Trump, but it's like an apartment mm-hmm. building thing, and they, they live there with R. Kelly, probably or he like, bought it for them? Mm-hmm. It's probably like the pound. I don't know, but the whole thing is ghetto. The fact that they're in their early 20s, Azrael's 22, Joycelyn is 24, the fact that they're his girlfriends, each other's girlfriends, whatever the fuck. They're sister wives. Sister wives. It's disgusting in itself. The fact that they're fighting and it's all over social media, it's gross. Azrael herself is ghetto. And that's why she's getting that so ghetto this week. What do you think about the story, B? They're just hot ass messes. I think Azrael's voice is fucking annoying. It's like nails on a chalkboard. And then I think the fact that like she she wanna pick and choose between being ratchet and then being professional. Like <laughs> it had me dying when the cops came and she was like, I want her arrested immediately. Immediately. Like she just kept saying it while the guy was trying to ask her questions and then it was like, I don't know, I just feel like she's calculated. Mm-hmm. Like she was it was like a part in the thing. In the video where she was, um, they were like about to fight or whatever. She dropped her phone. And then when they had came back, she was like looking for her phone. And she was like, check her pockets. The last place I saw it was in her pockets. Like, how was it in her pocket if you were recording on live? Like, you were recording on your phone on live. Like, I don't know how hard she hit you to make you forget that shit. Um, But no, she didn't even drop it in her pocket. The shit fell on the floor. (laughs) It's recording the whole time. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then... She was talking all this shit, you know, I know how to find him from Baltimore or whatever, fuck her, blah, blah, blah. And then when the cops came, she's crying, like, she attacked me, blah, blah, blah. Like, she just reminded me of one of those girls. First so. of all, I don't believe took, shit that come out of her mouth. What took me out <clears throat> is when she was crying to the cops. No, no, not when she was crying to the cops. When she was saying, call the cops, call the cops. And if if you don't call the police, I'm going to stop this live video and I'm going to call them myself. Right. Sis, stop the live video. Right, period. Like, <laughs> if you really want the police to come that bad, stop the video. She's just stupid. She's just fucking ghetto. 
hot ass mess. And I can't even, I can't even deal with her. So that's, she gets to that so ghetto for the day, guys. So that brings us to our sispiration. The quote this week is, it all begins and ends in your mind. What you give power to has power over you. How do you feel mm. that resonates? I, that's the fucking truth. It's the truth. And I'm going to tell you from personal experience, I've had to learn how to not give in to every situation from the smallest thing to the biggest thing. However you handle it mentally is the way it's going to affect you. Period. It's right. like even like I could mention getting in a car and it, the tank being empty and someone else drove the car right before me. And I'm like, Oh my God, now I got to stop at the gas station, take extra time out of my day, put gas in. And I can really let that ruin my whole day. Mm-hmm. Or I could be like, all right, I need to stop and get gas, whatever. It is what it is. And I, I learned a quote, um, when I was in therapy years ago and she was saying like, did I understand what, what it means to not cry over spilled milk? Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of right a little bit similar. It's like, it, it happened, whatever. Like if it's not detrimental to your life then it's so hard in those moments though to be positive or find the silver lining Mm -hmm. or like be like oh i'm gonna look at every situation with a glass half full Mm -hmm. instead of half empty and i know like for me personally this is something i struggle with because it's easy for me to get angry about shit so Mm -hmm. it's like once i'm mad and once i hold a grudge about something i'm like a forever grudge holder to the grave don't come to my funeral don't come see me if you stole my crown in elementary school i don't care i still don't fuck with you so it's like i have to learn how to stop letting things have power over me because it really only affects you it's like Mm -hmm. you have to learn sometimes when people do things to you or not just people specifically but situations um you have to choose if you want to join them in being miserable right or also join that situation in being miserable and you can really make the best out of any situation that's something that i'm trying slowly to work on um because things that you let affect you like it affects you in every aspect of your life like it affects your body like you could feel fatigue your nerves are all over the place you're emotional you're worried you're stressed out you're scared like so many things and it could be something like you said that you're just like all right it happened Mm-hmm. and let me yep. push through some things I, find, I do find myself getting real upset but then I'm like you know what I'm not gonna let this fuck me up mentally because mm-hmm. I've been to a place where it was like I'm like near nervous breakdown status yeah. and I let that because I'm really the only one who has control over what I let get to me I let certain situations get to me so bad where my health was compromised. Oh, yeah. So definitely. I've been there. That's right. So that's where we it's important that we we try at least. Obviously, it doesn't come easily to for you to control your reactions or to learn to not react to everything with anger or with everything you have. We learn that it's important because you're the one, like you said, you're the one that's affected. Mm-hmm. And I think it's easy it's easy to be in positive situ like to be positive about situations in the example that you use like oh if it was like something as small as like the gas tank not mm-hmm. being filled up but like a lot of these situations that have power over us are things that we're emotionally attached to like mm-hmm. a breakup or a death or co-parenting or like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like things that really pull on your heartstrings i feel like it's so much harder mm-hmm. to be positive in that situation or not let it fuck you up in so many other aspects of your life and that's the struggle it's like getting over those situations being positive in those situations and being like it's gonna be okay 
that's the hardest part because i mean we've all we've all been there we've all had a breakup that mm. caused us not to eat you're not sleeping you're not going to work you're not doing this you know what i mean like mm. you turn into a whole different person forgetting your worth yeah because the way the bigger things the way they get to you it affects you obviously more than the smaller things mm-hmm. so it's healthy to have a reaction no matter right. what it is because if you like me i'm nonchalant about a lot of things even things that some people may look at like uh bro you should probably have more of a reaction mm-hmm. i'm kind of like mm, whatever and i but i don't deal with it i sweep it under the rug those bigger things so it's not like i'm confronting them i'm just controlling my reaction at that time mm-hmm. so and like like what you said some things are are bigger in the sense of co-parenting breakups and stuff so that stuff you should have reactions but as far as giving it so much power Mm -hmm. to the to the point where your health and you're not eating and you're you're drinking too much or Mm -hmm. all you're doing is sleeping you don't want to even like your safety like some situations that occur you ready to risk it all like like how you said you're the type person you sweep things other into the wrong i'm the opposite like i cannot sit on shit you want to confront it right yeah, now. right here right now like wh- mm-hmm. what's up <laughs> like it right. don't matter what it is who it is what the issue is like i cannot like i just i'm too irrational mm-hmm. and i need to learn you know there needs to be a healthy balance either way nine times out of ten if you react to certain even the bigger situations like if something with a really really bad breakup and you react to the the tenth power and you're like you know what, I'm, I don't care about nothing, I'm mm-hmm. giving this my all, you're going to look back later on and you're going to probably regret it, mm-hmm. the way you reacted. Not having a reaction or not letting it, like letting it get to you a little bit, but the way you react initially and the power you let the situation or mm-hmm. the person themselves get, like, get to you. Yeah, I've regretted it every time. You're definitely, time. right. Every you're time you're like, it. oh, you're gonna be like, I really should have thought about that. I let them that see me sweat, me. or you know what right. I mean? Like, you regret it every time. Yeah, so we, no one's perfect, so we just have to really work on letting, let, not letting certain things go, but not giving stuff so much power that it's affecting our health, it's affecting our mental health, our physical health, our emotional right. health. 2020 That's, is definitely all about laughing shit off. Like, right. ha, you're a joke. <laughs> <laughs> right, because these people are not paying our bills. They're not feeding not our today, kids. Not today, Satan. So. <laughs> like, that's it. That's just the whole move. It's like, oh, flat tire? Ha, you're a joke. You know what I mean? I just don't got time. Right. Guess what? I, I got to go get some air. Okay. Yeah. So, nevertheless, no, no stress. stress. <laughs> <laughs> so, today we're going to get into, we wanted to do a lighter topic. Um... We feel like our last couple topics, although very insightful and they've been a little heavy. They've yeah, they've been a little, been a little heavy. heavy. It, it's it's stuff that's easy to talk about just because it you know it's our relationship. Like mm-hmm. we can talk about anything. Um, but we feel like yeah, they've been a little bit heavy. So we wanted to go a little bit lighter, something fun. Um, I'm gonna warn everybody now if you're sensitive. Stop tuning in because honestly, we don't give a fuck. Um, we did not create this podcast, if you can't already tell, to filter ourselves, to filter our language, to filter our characters. So, um, we're gonna be jokey, jokey, fun, loving Frida and B per usual. For those that don't know, we're both from New York, 
And like everybody from New York, we love New York. New York over everything, over everyone. <laughs> all right. Fuck out so we're about to talk mad shit about PA. <laughs> so today we decided that we're going to talk about our personal uh, differences that we've seen or witnessed mm-hmm. or lived through with New York versus Pennsylvania. Again, lighthearted. Um, we both enjoy living in Pennsylvania. We both feel like it was the best move for us. I mean, we're still here. Years yeah, later. we're still here. We're grown as fuck. Um, and we both have got a lot of good things out of living here. But, you know, ain't nothing like home. So we're going to get into some different food differences. Um, like some good stuff that Pennsylvania put us onto that we didn't know about. Um, slang <laughs> differences. Um, cause it was all a learning experience moving here and just like, I guess like lifestyle differences. I still hear people say stuff and I'm like, um, excuse me. I don't know what you mean. Right. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So let's get into it. What you want to start with? Let's start with, let's start with slang. Let's start with slang <laughs> That's the moving out here. And so when I first initially moved to PA, I lived in the Poconos and it was just me, please in the house. So it was like, I'm not I'm not really talking to nobody from out here. Mm-hmm. So it was more so like when I moved closer like to the Reading area that I started hanging around other people or like working around other people where I was like, what are these people talking about? <laughs> this is not how people in New York talk. Even right. when people hear me talk, they're like, oh, you have to be from New York. Right. And I'm like. Did you get offended a lot? Because when I when I moved here, I used to get offended. Like when people, people would be like, like oh, you sound like you're from New York. Yeah. Or they'd be like, you have an accent. And I'm I'd be like, like, no, the fuck I don't. I like like I, I just talk. But. When you grow up anywhere and that's, like, all you know, it's hard for you to accept other things because I feel like we don't notice how much shit that people from New York say that makes no sense to other people. Oh, yeah. But it makes makes 100% to us. Right. So, we're like, we're like, how don't you get that? Like, like when I first moved here and everybody was like, man, how you talking about, how you talking shit about uh, the way people from Pennsylvania talk? People from New York say mad. And I'm like, what? Like, that's normal. Like, how don't you understand that? That is everything. Like, oh, you look mad nice. Or, like, even with Eric, like, when I would go back and forth with him, like, all right, whatever, people from Norristown speak like this, or people from uh, Philly speak like this. And he'd be like, do you not understand how dumb people from New York sound? They'd be like, I'm dumb tight. Like, he was like, what does that even mean? And I'm like, it means you're dumb tight. Like, what do you mean? What does it mean? Like, how don't you understand that? I'm dumb tight. It means I'm mad tight. Like, right. What do you what's your question but then it's the same thing like for us like how we feel when people from here speak and we're like what when they're like yeah pass me to john yeah i'm like like, what the fuck is that i don't know what that is it a person are you talking about a girl anything but you can't but you can't call a guy a john they can call a girl a john but if you call them a john they're like i'm not a john oh yeah because they're bulls right (laughs) (laughs) right but like if if Uh, a john is supposedly a noun why can't i call a guy a john why can't I be like, oh, Bianca, look at that drawing. Maybe, it- maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's like a masculine and a feminine. <laughs> I don't really know how far this Philly Norristown dictionary goes. Right. So like the, the girl, the food is a drawing. A thing can be a drawing. A place can be a drawing. So a drawing is a noun, but they call girls drawings. But they get offended if you call them a John because they're bulls. So there's the they're young bulls. bulls. And then there's the old heads. There's the old heads. And there's just the regular bulls. Right. And Eam. You can't forget about Eam. Eam is my so- favorite. Okay. <laughs> if they're talking about anybody, they're like, oh, I was with Eam. So when I first moved here, I used to tell Eric all the time, like, 
you sound like you're from the country because he'd be like bed or red he'd be like like he used to be like babe come back to bed and i'm like you sound like you're from the country and he's like no people from new york they just speak fast so they no. think everybody else and i'm like no you have like like the little twain in your accent or some of the words you say mm-hmm. or like how he'd be like eggs yeah. Instead of like egg. Like it's an egg. Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> eggs? I'm, babe, we're going to go to the store and get some eggs. I'd be like. <laughs> He's just a special case. He but is. I still hear them say things out here and I'm I'm still a little baffled sometimes. I'm like, I don't know. Is this just how everyone talks who's not from New York? Yeah, I think um, I think I'm a little used to it now that I lived out here mm-hmm. the past, what, four years? Um, But... This kind of slang is definitely different than Redding slang. It's just, it's so many different, uh, no, different and kinds. And Redding, they're just weird. They say, like, how we say right. Yeah, like they say ain't. question, Right, they say ain't. So, like, if I'm asking you a question, I'm like, oh, you going to the party, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, you going to the party, ain't? Yeah. That confuses the shit out of me. Or they'd be it's like. It a while to understand. <laughs> it's so hard to explain how it sounds. Because it's like, they are asking you a question. But their questions sound like too inquisitive. Like, right. like because in New York, we are you saying, going? <laughs> <laughs> are you going? Like, why are you so hyped to ask me this question? Like, just be like, you going? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but like, they're quite like how in so if we wanted to use the word ain't in New York, we would say like, ain't I ain't doing that. Yeah. Right. Or I ain't doing I ain't that. that shit. Like, I'm not. Going? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like. So they just use it. They you use is, it as a totally Or you isn't. <laughs> Is you or is you ain't? Yeah, is you or is you ain't? Like, what are you talking about? So some of the um, some of the words we never knew, and again, we're we can only speak for we lived in like the Reading area. Uh, we lived in Norristown, and we're familiar a little bit with Philly. Mm. But I was also told that Philly has different kind of slang too, like depending where you're, like what part of Philly you're from. So some they of the have words like north side slang and south side slang. I guess. Some of the words that like we heard that we did not know what the fuck they were talking about was John obviously John obviously uh bull Eam. Eam is like him. For those that don't know. Like <laughs> like if they be like not call him. They'd be like, yeah, calling. Calling. Um Rumble. I kind of guess that one though, because I feel like people only say that when they're like talking about right, fighting. fighting or they be hype. No, um, we about to rumble and like no, <laughs> we about to fight. <laughs> Eric does not sound like he's from Philly until he's mad. Like I feel like he doesn't really have like a heavy accent. Mm-hmm. He speaks like re- pretty regular for the most part, mm-hmm. but when he's like mad, like I'd be like, oh shit, like you. He starts speaking like that. Like, yeah, because yeah. he was strong. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to we rumble. about to rumble. I was like. <laughs> the fuck who is this that's another one drawn drawling okay so that's that's what he was telling me so he said that drawling which is like you walling for people in new york that's like you you walling um drawling is different depending on where you're from because people say drawling drew drawled drawing drew like you know what i mean like draw like when i hear people say that i used to be like like a picture? Like yeah, that's picture? what I thought. Like when they be like, nah, he drawing. I'm like, oh. Okay. I'm like, oh, he oh he drew? Right. What, what did what he, he draw? draw? <laughs> and then you're I'm like. so thoroughly confused. You're like, what? Like, um, oh, no, he's drawing. Like. Um, dickhead is a big one out here. Dickhead. Dickhead. Um, 
what else um oh like like girls out here say like for everything like like Raheem like, like <laughs> you what, what did the video say she she just kept saying something and she was like 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 um Joe is like one for like you mad hype right like you mad hype. so in New York we would say yeah you mad hype yeah and out here they say you mad Joe. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, that one I I never got. Never did. Never um, Irkin or Irk box. <laughs> that fucking irritates me. But that's that's like irritating. Right. I don't know what the fuck a Irk box is, but whatever. I guess that's like super irritating. Um, <laughs> the one I hate the most, which I didn't think anything could top John, because I just hate that shit. <laughs> but the one I hate the most is Smash. Oh. Uh, okay, because I feel like Smash is universal for sex. Right? Right. But out here, they say smash for taking a shit and for having sex. Right. So, like, and those two words should should be the furthest apart. Yeah. And they should never come up in a sentence right? twice and me having to shit. figure out which one you're talking right. about. So, like, they could be like, yeah, me and Shorty, we smashed. Then I went home, I had to take a smash. Like, what? Disgusting. Fucking dirty. Don't That's- you ever. Change the word. <laughs> yeah. Delete that word, Philly. Delete it. We're not, we not doing that one. Then they have nerve to talk about our New York birds. No. So on the New York side, we was talking about some of like the, you know, universal slang that people be like, what? What are, what are you talking about? So we were, you know, everybody know you're. That's the staple. That's staple. People still, the right. kids still say that. We everybody that know you're. <laughs> um, dead ass. Dead ass over everything. Dead ass for president. Right. Okay, like dead ass. Ain't no cap. I don't even like when people from New York say cap. That pisses me off. Yeah, I I didn't get that one. I don't like that one. Yeah, like we're not from Cali. Stop saying that shit. Like no cap. Like, it's no, dead ass till we die. Stay loyal, New York. Okay. Um, brolic, <laughs> which I didn't know wasn't a word. It's not. Girl, it's not a real word. So you told me. So brolic for people that aren't from New York, which. To me, it sounds like you should know what that means. But it's like, like you husky, like you built. Oh, he right. brolic. You know I've been mean? saying that all my life, and I, I right. never knew it wasn't a word. I thought it, that's what it meant. I thought it nah, meant like, oh, he got muscles. He's mm-hmm. brolic. Um, mad. Mad is for everything. Mad is just an exaggeration. Like you mad, you mad, ugly. Right. You, <laughs> you mad, mad dirty, ugly. like. But you mad cute. You're like yeah. You're like to the tenth power. You're extra, extra, extra. That's what mad means. Like. You but mad what it don't mean is like I'm angry. It doesn't mean that. Anymore. Right. <laughs> Unless you'd be like, you mad, right? <laughs> um, dead. Like, dead is like, nah. Like, you're dead getting me tight right now. Yeah. Or it's like... I'm dead about to go to the store. Yeah. It doesn't like, mean it anyone mean, is actually dead, though. No, but like, dead can mean a couple things, too. Because like, I'm dead about to go to the store. It doesn't mean I'm not going to the store. It's like, I'm, I'm really about to go to the store, right? Right. But dead is also like... A way you play somebody. Like, nah, that's dead. Yeah. Like, somebody be like, you about to come back to the crib? You be like, dead. <laughs> right. Like, that's dead. No. Like, but it, but it also means, like, I'm about to do that right now. Like, I'm dead about to go to the store. Yeah. I'm dead about to fight her. I'm so. dead about somebody's. So, it means, like, it means yes and no. Right. <laughs> it's like. It's just like, like, dead ass and short. It's like. Mm. Right. It's like. It's however you feel, how passionate you are about it. It's just, that's what it is. Right. It's dead. And like we dead love this podcast. <laughs> and sus is another one. Eric always be like, You think everything is and he puts That's the air quotes sus. And I'm like, it is. 
Like, if you in a sketchy situation right. with your girls and you be, like, looking around, you be like, honestly, this is sus. Mm, the guy over we there with go. the jacket just staring at us, he's he sus. sus. A teacher failure, you'd be like, this teacher is sus. Right. <laughs> Anything is sus. Everything. Anything Your boyfriend texting some other bitch, you'd be like, mm, sus. this nigga is sus. He is dead sus. <laughs> and dead. And dead. <laughs> he goes to go. Um, and you good? You That's good. Everything. That's everything. It's everything. It's a question. It's a statement. It's like validation. It's everything. It's like pressing somebody. Right. Like, like you, you could be like, like you be like you good? Yeah. You be like you good? Or somebody step on your shoe and you like they're like oh I'm sorry so it also means no problem like oh you good? Yeah. You good? I'm gonna let you live another day. But if one of your friends don't look like they're okay, you be like you good? Yeah. So it's just all in the way you say it because it mm-hmm. means literally everything. It does. You could be like you good? Like, cause you look a little weird. Like, what you doing around right. here? Like, you good? Are you from here? You good? Right. Cause if you're not from New York and somebody walk up to you and they say it like that, like, you good? You should probably leave. <laughs> you ain't about to be good. You're not safe there. That was another thing that used to get on my nerves when I first moved here. Cause it was different. When I moved here, I started like I went. I was in school age right, still, yeah. so I would like went to high school out here. Um. But, like, people would ask me such dumb questions. Like, oh, you're from New York. Have you ever got shot? I was like, what? Right. Like, do you think it's Iraq? Like, what is going on? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Do you think there's just a war going on every like, day? have you ever got mugged? Like, bruh, okay, come on. Like, all right, shit like they that. They were watching too many movies. Right, shit like that happens. But, like, relax. Right. Okay. Like. I felt safer in New give York. Give us more pre- Yo, than anywhere. so did I. When I moved to Pennsylvania. Than anywhere. I was like, no, this is where all the Lifetime movies take place. This is where those people kidnap people. No. Keep them under the floor. Right. Nobody going to know if you go missing. Field. Ain't nobody going to know if you go missing. Because guess what? The next house is 35 miles away. We were so fucking safe in New York. I could walk home at 16, 17. I could walk home at 3 a.m. Yeah. And feel safe. Because you knew the crackheads was watching you. They knew you. They knew you. knew you. them by name. You was like, that crackhead ain't going to let nothing happen to me. I okay. time. <laughs> What are you doing out here? Shout out to Ty from Hollis. Right. What are you doing, Ty? He knew, like, after I had my daughter and I didn't come out the house for, like, a month, he was like, girl, I knew you had the baby because I ain't seen you out here in a long time. You be knowing everybody from the corner stores, the owners and stuff. Shout out to Jimmy. Yeah, you be knowing on my first name basis. Like, it's like... Out here, everyone's a suspect. Everybody's sus, okay? Any guy in a van... Any guy with those big glasses. Let me go to Walmart Specifically after 10 o'clock. I'm be like, mm, why are you in here in Walmart? Like, right. I'm not in here too. <laughs> like, what the fuck everything am I up is, to? No, everything is real suspicious out here. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's also a difference in the lifestyles. Like, in New York, you're like, okay, it's it's normal for everyone to be up and everyone and to out, be out. Yeah, and active. At all types of times, like 2, 3 in the morning. If no one is out, it's like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? Is it an apocalypse? Like, mm-hmm. where's the people? But out here, it's like you're so much on guard. And I realized that so much when I moved out here. Well, when I moved from the Poconos, because I wasn't really outside in the Poconos. But when I moved like to near Reading, I was, everyone was literally a suspect. Like I would Yeah, walk, and you're and like, be so, like so much more paranoid. Like mm-hmm. it's like living out here, it'd be like more quiet. So then when you hear a noise, you'd be like... What was that? In mm-hmm. New York, man, you hear the trains going by. You hear people outside fighting. You hear all this shit. It ain't nothing. You be like, 
Mm, I'm about mm-hmm. to go get in the shower at 4 a.m. while they shooting outside. I don't even care. <laughs> like, this is just another Tuesday. When like, I moved out here, the fact that it was so quiet, it scared me. I was like, where are the sirens? Like, look at all the shit this that happened right outside of mommy's house when we lived in New York. We haven't had to experience none of that crazy shit, but I'm still more paranoid out here than I ever was in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, Because in New York, like, yeah, you might get harassed a little bit. You might have to hang out with a few crackheads on the walk home because they won't leave you alone. They're asking for spare change. But what you won't be is drugged to some abandoned building, okay, buried underneath the floorboards, okay, or under some field floor that's some, some cave. Uh-huh. Right. Some cave in the middle of a field that some weirdo built. That's not happening in New York. Okay. They save all of that from these rural areas. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared to walk to the car. I'd be like, give my stuff. No, it's that's the, a difference too. It's a big lifestyle change. You're not used to like a calm setting. Mm-hmm. And you think everyone is a kidnapping weirdo. Right. Like, I mean, and the reality of the situation is New York's crime rate is fucking disgusting. Like, it's high as shit. <laughs> right. But people are also getting kidnapped there. Yeah. But, but it's just. Maybe because it's not so deserted, you don't feel... I don't know, I feel like in New York, like, even when you're up and walking around at 3 a.m., so many things are open. Right. Like, I can walk into a store. I can run into Dwayne Reed if somebody was following me. Out here, you're fucked, okay? Everything closed at 2, don't be out. It's gonna feel like one of those movies where, like, you don't realize you're being chased, and then you look around, and no one's there. Nothing's open. That's what's gonna happen to you, and then... They're going to, whatever his name's going to be, William, for his like, name's sake. Somebody help me! Help! Somebody help me! No one's there. No one's going to fucking be there. Because everything is closed. So, people can talk shit all they want about New York, but out here in these country areas, it's scary. It's scary, mm-hmm. too, because all you see a lot of times and is just even the darkness. No yeah. fucking street. Right. It just in the suburbs in general, there'd be no street lights. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, bro, it's dark as shit. Right, like, what time y'all turn your lights off? Oh, <laughs> always? Like, always? <laughs> like, like it just goes straight from dark. It'll be 5 y'all o'clock Y'all can rely winter. on house lights? Like, what the fuck? Right. We need street lights to feel safe. That's another thing. Another difference when I started, when I lived out here, I noticed the lack of street lights. I'm like, yeah. why are there no street lights? Mm-hmm. Why does the street just get dark? What about people who need to walk here? And, and it's, like, too much scenery and greenery that you'd be like, uh-uh, who the fuck is behind that bush? Right. No, because I'm on to you. The bushes ain't fucking safe, no. You start hearing some wind blowing, you be like... <laughs> <laughs> Another big difference is the food. A lot of foods I didn't... Oh, my God. I Trash. didn't realize... I didn't even know a lot of foods until I moved out here. Like, I had never had pierogies. I'd prefer them fried. I like them now. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I had never had pierogies. I was like, what the fuck is a pierogi? And why would people eat something called the So, pierogi? like, I feel like the food in general compared to New York is trash, okay? And that's not even being biased. That's because New York is literally a melting pot. Mm-hmm. So, you have people that have come from all over the world that live in New York that it is genuine, authentic food. Like, you go to the Jamaican spot, it is genuinely a Jamaican store. Like, man... Like they literally Trinidadian just came food, from Jamaica. Dominican food. All that shit is just so fresh, so authentic. It's just so good. Pizza. New York got the best pizza. We ain't even arguing. Okay? Unless you have been to yeah. Italy and have tasted a piece of pizza, I cannot argue with you. Right. But anywhere else, nah. We not and even, if y'all we have we been, been to Smuggle us back a piece. Let <laughs> us taste it, right? 
But um, New York definitely has the best pizza. But yeah, I just feel like food in New York is just popping. However, fucking cheesesteak rolls are life. I have never had a cheesesteak roll until Eric put me on in Philly. I've still never had a cheesesteak roll. Oh my God, we got to get you some when we go to Philly next time. Yeah, because I've never had one. They are so good. Because, so who, does just Chinese people sell them? Who sells them? Um, I think it's at the Chinese store. Oh, that was really smart of them because Philly is like so known for cheesesteaks mm-hmm. that it would be so smart for Chinese people to be like, let's sell instead of like egg rolls or cheesesteak cheese rolls, yeah, and in, in like the it is whatever really the good. Is. Like when he first had said it, I was like, what are you talking like, about? First like first of all, I'm not weird. buying cheesesteak from Chinese people. Yeah, so I was like, there's just, don't get ahead of yourself. There's a certain things you just don't do. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so good. That's good. Um, another thing that we didn't know about was water ice. I thought that, so it's that people it's were icing. saying it wrong. Yeah, it's like an Italian ice, but not really. It's a little bit more juicy. Like it's kind of like it's the like mix, smoother. It's kind of like the mix between I feel like a snow cone and an Italian ice. If they merged and had a baby, <laughs> it would be a water ice. Like you don't gotta scrape it because you know what ice is. You gotta take the little wooden yeah. thing that comes with it. Like, mm-hmm. It's definitely more smoother, but, but it's not like Rita's. Like. Real water ice tastes way better than Rita's. Yeah, because Eric took us to that one spot that time. And I just really couldn't bring myself to say, can I get a water ice? I feel like I sound stupid. So I'm just like, I just need That's, to get an icy. Yeah, I thought he was saying it wrong when I first met him. I was like, what? I'm still like, I'm going to get ices. I don't. And he put me on to putting a pretzel in your water ice. That shit is popping. I don't really like pretzels, so I'm not doing that. No, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, I put like something else in there what's the good alternative i'm not gonna put cookies in there or anything. no it's really good you have to just try it just once i'll try one piece yeah like a little piece it try, it <laughs> sound, um it tries a little it tastes good i don't even know what the fuck i'm trying to say um another thing okay so for anyone out there that's listening you tell me if i'm wrong okay a philly cheesesteak is still a philly cheesesteak in philly is it not it has to be because you don't go to New York and be like, can I get a shrimp steak? Right. You'd be like, it's no, a New York shrimp no matter where you go. It's still a New York shrimp. Right. So the Philly cheesesteak still has to be a Philly cheesesteak. No matter where. You know how many times I've asked for a Philly cheesesteak and people be like, oh, you you <laughs> must not be from here. A cheesesteak? Like, no. It's you heard what Philly I said. A Philly cheesesteak. Cheese okay. Stop acting like you're too good when to I throw a word in front of it. Philly, then I'll call it a cheesesteak. No, I'm not. I'm going to call it a Philly cheesesteak no matter where I go. But I also got put on to having pickles in my cheesesteak. That shit is life, okay? If y'all want a Philly cheesesteak, you need to get it with ketchup, mayo, fried onions, and pickles. Do it. And it is the best thing you've ever had. Shout out to my boyfriend because he put me on to all the good shit. Um, But yeah, it's popping. And once y'all try it, let us know. Let us know how you like it. Let us know if you thought it was gross, because everybody's different. But I really like it. I feel like it adds a little bit of crunch. Um, And when you get it, you got to put it, if you're going to be home, you got to put it straight in the oven. Yeah. Because it makes, because sometimes the bread be all soggy and stuff, but you got to put it in the oven. And then it'll be nice and crispy. But if you go to, if you go to New York... Like we said, you're still going to order a New York trip state. So don't feel bad when you go to Philly and 
you have to say Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, don't let the regulars judge you. <laughs> the, the natives. The natives. The Philly natives. Okay, because I'm going to still say a motherfucking Philly cheesesteak. What other foods? Casseroles. I never really... I never really heard casserole like on such like a daily occasion since I moved like before I moved to PA. Mm-hmm. I thought only white people made casseroles in movies, honestly. I never heard of shepherd's pie before I moved here. I never heard of scrapple. Never heard of scrapple, but it's actually good. Like Wait it's a just minute. it's now just like ends of meat. I was just about to say now that I'm thinking about stuff, no, because we're definitely we're definitely trying to play Pennsylvania and shout out to fucking. Shady Maple. Oh, hell yeah. Shady Maple, oh my God, is life for breakfast. I've never, I don't think I've ever had dinner. Oh, actually, I think I did go there for mommy's birthday. I don't remember dinner being too memorable, but breakfast. I'm going soon. It's on Swole. I'm about to go there on my birthday. Girl, it's coming up. (laughs) All you can eat breakfast. You know what I had at Shady Maple? Y'all gonna call me fat for this, but I had a donut. With bacon on it. Oh, yeah, they do have that. First of all, it was so fucking good. I had a um, cheesesteak omelet. It's so good. Ooh, yes, I don't even omelet. like omelets, mm, and that sounds good. Amazing. So, all Pennsylvania food is not terrible. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. It's just in comparison it don't get to, weird. like... If New York had a shady maple, it'd be better, is what we're yeah. saying. Or, like, maybe just Caribbean food is what I'm, where I feel like it's Maybe, because that's, like, the, like, when we go to New York, we're like, oh, we gotta get some Jamaican nah, food. Nah, because Chinese food is better in New York, too, because you go in there, I used to go in there and be like, can I get an order of fries with barbecue sauce, hot sauce, and ketchup? They don't do that out here. They don't know I about that. I asked for that the other day, and he was like, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. People look at you like you got three heads. Like, you be like, okay, whatever, since you want to have basic-ass fries. <laughs> Lifestyle, even the nightlife. Nightlife is different. Yeah. I don't really go out much, but... When we do, everything closes at two out here. Mm-hmm. You guys gotta have a good time though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've no, no, had no, 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 definitely. Yeah, I have really. But like fun. in New York, two o'clock, like you're just getting somewhere or you're just starting to have fun at two o'clock. But the plus is that everything out here is super cheap compared mm-hmm. to New York. You go out in New York, True. you you gonna spend a hundred dollars every night you go out, right? Depending on what kind of lifestyle you live, in. I don't know if right. you're like throwing money away, but I'm not. But out here with the right friends, with the right guys, you'd be like. I don't got to pay for shit. Right. $15 might have me a whole night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's a little different. But there's also, there's so much to do. There's so much variety in New York. Where out here, we I, we find ourselves like researching a lot. Like, oh, yeah. what can we do? Even like during the day or with the kids. We're like, what can we do? What can we do? In New York, there's so much Trying variety. Trying to branch out. Right. There's, there's a lot of different things you can do in New York too. And what other kind of lifestyle changes did we run into moving out here? We moved out here pretty young. Like you said, you were still in high school. I, I feel like the here. commute difference. When I first moved out here, yeah. um, I was used to taking public transportation in New York. You know, it's like the next bus stop is like a five-minute walk. Mm-hmm. Um, out here, everything's so far apart. And even like the bus system, they don't come like as quick. It's like every 30, 45 minutes. They're on a fucking schedule. Um, yeah. Like, and Let's fucking get home. I feel like just you needed a car more out here to survive. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's really what it was. It's just it's a difference, but I feel like it was a positive difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For me personally. Yeah, it was. Um, it was for me too, which is why, like, when I left the Poconos, I didn't move back to New York because the life out here is it's so much easier. Like, it was so much mm-hmm. easier to get on on my own two feet. 
in out here. Yeah, you could definitely attain more. Right. In New York, it's like, bruh, everything is so fucking expensive. Like, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, the food's good. But as far as living as an adult with children, it's like, this is expensive and it's ghetto shit for me to have to pay this much money for anything. So that was a positive too. And I've learned to enjoy actually a, a calmer, quieter lifestyle. Like mm-hmm. I don't even want to, I don't even want to leave my house. I, um, I struggled with it for a while, especially moving out here so young. Um, and I was also used to certain things like, I used to cut school every day in New York. I used to, you know, do a lot of shit that I wasn't supposed to be doing. So when I moved out here, it was like, oh, I have to get my shit together. Like, mm-hmm. my high school had alarms on the door. Like, it ain't no ain't no leaving school. Like When you told me that, I was like, yeah. alarms? Like, jail? No, I remember when I first moved out here, my first day of school, I had went to go to the bathroom. And you had to ask to go to the bathroom. And you had to get a pass, which I thought was so fucking weird. Um, but I walked around the hallways. I didn't go to the bathroom. I walked around the hallways and everybody was in class. And you know, in New York, it's like, everybody's in the hallway. Who the right. fuck is in class? Who's listening? Not I. <laughs> um, but it was just so weird to me. It was such a shock that I was like, oh my God. I was These like, kids I'm going to have fucking to like, learning. apply myself here. <laughs> fuck. Um, but yeah, it was different, but I feel like it's definitely what I needed, especially at that point in my life. And that's exactly why mommy wanted to move our ass up out of New York. She was like, no. <laughs> in New York, you can walk out the front door in school. They're like, uh, bitch, this is your education. You we just gotta wait for truancy, okay? Right. You know what time truancy over after that? Be out. Exactly. Get your little homeroom attendance, and that's it. I'm marked here. I used to, girl, my junior year, I barely went to school. I was like, oh, I got a little boyfriend, and he only have a half day because he's a senior, so I'm leaving when he leave. I don't even want to talk about my my past sins, okay? Because I've washed them away. But I remember I went to school the one year they sent mommy. And this was when they the school started getting smart. Because before, they wouldn't send home shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. if they gave you your report card and it didn't get home, it didn't get home. Right. And then they started mailing them. And they started mailing home, like, the atten- uh, attendance rosters. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they was only doing that for kids like me that wasn't showing up to school. But... <laughs> Um, at yeah. first I used to try to be considerate about cutting school and stuff like that. And then I just stopped caring. I was mm-hmm. like, whatever, I'm not going on. I don't really give a fuck. But they had sent mommy home like this roster of my days that I actually attended school out of the school year. And like cumulative, it only equaled up to three months out of the 10, 10 month school year. Oh, Jesus. You and that's when she had punished here. me. That's when she had punished me for the whole summer. Cause that's when I failed. I literally failed every class, every class oh, that gosh. I had. And she was like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. Um, I'm going to take everything you have. I'm going to snatch your life. And you're punished for the whole fucking summer. And I thought she was joking. You was out here fucking getting it, okay? I wasn't getting shit because I was a little virgin. Like, I mean, the least I could have been doing was getting it. But no. No, nah, I, I mean, you was like getting your best life yeah, out Yeah, I was living my best life. I definitely was. I was, I was doing PG-13 stuff. But, I mean, I was having fun. Right. Like, he was like, you might go to the mall. You want to go to the beach? Hang like. <laughs> fuck it let's get on the train you want to do her right things like yeah it's lit like mm-hmm. <sighs> so and those three months you went to school was probably in the winter because like who wants to be out of the street in the cold <laughs> it 
was probably a day somebody was about to fight, and I'm so I don't want to miss this. Right, you were like, <laughs> so was I about to fight today? I'm going. To I school. need to be here all day. Okay, like this bitch was talking to school for the, <laughs> talking shit for the last fucking three months while I've been out of school, and I'm coming back. Or that was like the three months I had a boyfriend, because you know how boys are always trying to keep you on the straight path. Well, some of them, if they good, they'd be like, no, you can't be not going to they school. They definitely fucking did. He'd be like, oh hey, fine, I guess. Mm. I'm gonna act like I'm good for three months. <laughs> But yeah, that definitely the the schools are another thing that's a lot different out here too. Oh yeah, the, the schools, schools out here care. Right. They really that's a that's a great positive out here. They like really invest in the kids. They mm-hmm. like take the time. The guidance counselors. Oh my god. I had it's like literally like the zoo. Right. <laughs> I've had a few guidance counselors like in my life that I can remember like were were okay and they actually care but like for the most part like like you said it's a zoo everyone's just running wild the teacher just keep talking they don't even give a fuck they're like i already lost control or they just sitting there like "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. y'all are fucking animals right like Um, you guys want to act like this i'm just gonna write on this out here they'd be like what is wrong with you you, (laughs) why do you act this way why are you going on in your home life but i remember my senior year I started to get senioritis out here in PA. Mm-hmm. Don't you know, one of the teachers showed up to my house. What? He used to live across the street from us, but like down the block. And I don't really think that I like grasped that like he knew who the fuck I was. And he had showed up to our house, literally knocked on the door and was like, oh, she hasn't been coming to school. But I was like, okay. That's an invasion of privacy. <laughs> mind your fucking business. Oh my like, God. But yeah, he snitched on me and then I had to go to school. And the worst part is I live right down the block from the school. So it's like, why the fuck aren't you going to school? Li- no, yeah. literally. Cross the street, walk down the block. Was the high school. Like, yeah. I ain't even have to go far. You ain't no reason. You ain't no reason. Just young you were just being fucking ghetto. But I graduated though. You know. <laughs> Period. Because you was like, you know what? I need to tighten up. I was like, I'm tired of them snitching on me. Like, fuck, let me just finish because I need to go to sleep. Like, stop bothering me. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, lifestyles out here compared to New York has definitely been a different experience for for both of us, but I, I wouldn't go back. Nah. I don't know Mm-mm. about you. No, I, I mean, I loved back. New York when I was growing up there. I would mm-hmm. not change that for the world, but I feel like where I'm at now, um, so pleased with my surroundings. Mm-hmm. So pleased. Um, It's just, I feel like it's like a better, like I said, like, Look at how young we are. Everything we've been able to provide mm-hmm. for not only ourselves but for families. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like exactly. I've been with Eric going on five years, helping him raise his child since what two turning three, mm-hmm. and it's like you know what I mean. Like we've leveled up in so many ways, and look with you and Celise, and now you're you have a growing family, and it's like wow, like for us to be so young and have accomplished mm-hmm. what we accomplished, and be able to save and provide and live in houses, right. you know what I mean? It's like. It's amazing. It's something we would not not have been able to do. Exactly. Definitely. Or not been able to do for this price. Because <laughs> I'm sure we would have been determined enough, but... We would have been in New York struggling. Like, <laughs> Mom, please. I'm tired of sharing a room with my kids. Help. So, yeah, definitely. I think we made, I think we made the right decision. But staying, I mean, staying in PA, we didn't really have any control over over moving here. But we definitely made the right decision staying. And it's not all bad. Like we said, as far as lifestyle-wise, price-wise, food-wise, it's not all bad. 
it's PA put us on to some shit. Like, yeah. like I said, I like pierogies. Shout out to PA because it birthed my boyfriend. Period. <laughs> I like pierogies. I like Philly cheesesteaks with the ketchup, the mayo, the pickles. What else? Fried onions. Mm-hmm. So y'all definitely gotta try that. So shout out to PA and New York. We love y'all both. And we're forever in debt to New York because they raised us. The fucking streets raised us. <laughs> it's New York over everything, period, at the end of the day. And you know New York all day, and that brings us to Get It Sis. This week's Get It Sis goes out to our good sis, Shakia Francis. Shakia is a family law attorney in Queens, New York, as well as a licensed associate broker with Keller Williams Realty. Um, her email is sfrancis one at kw.com and that's s f r a n c i s 1 the number 1 at kw.com um and you can hit her up if you're looking to purchase a home, sell your home or list your property for rent. Um she's super determined and definitely killing it. So shout out to you Shakiki. Okay, hey girl. <laughs> Wrap it up sis. All right, y'all, that brings us to the closing of our fifth episode. Don't forget to follow us and subscribe. Click the fifth star and leave a review. Follow us on IG and Facebook at the Sister Sister Podcast. And always remember that first sister is with an A. Follow us on Twitter at Sister Sister Pod. And if you have any questions, always don't be shy. Shoot us an email at the Sister Sister Podcast at gmail.com. Bye, y'all. Bye.